Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dads and Dragons. This is a live play D&D podcast in the world of Ravnica. This being our very first episode, I wanted to introduce the reason for yet another D&D podcast. So my experience with role-playing games began when I was 12, and it's played a key role in my life, and that is probably an understatement. I've always wanted to share this hobby with my kids, and when the time came, I thought it'd be easy, but I was wrong. I assume that there are many more people, moms and dads, out there who are in the same boat as me. So in this podcast, we're going to explore what it's like to start role-playing with your kids. Obviously, by its very definition, this podcast will be family-friendly, so you're able to listen to the sessions with your own kids if you like. And if you want to stick around after each adventure, I'll give a wrap-up of things I learned each time. Don't have kids? Well, there's still plenty to enjoy. You'll get to hear unique takes on role-playing, problem-solving, and some dumb jokes that you just can't get anywhere else. We're kicking things off with a group consisting of a 15-year-old, a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old, and me, their dad. In future episodes, we'll try things out with younger kids and see how that's different. And at some point, we'll turn this into moms and dads and dragons for a few special episodes and get her perspective as well. In addition to mom, we'll feature other guest players from friends and family too. So, without further ado, welcome to Dads and Dragons. Alright, my name's Ryan, I'm the Dungeon Master and Dad of this group, and to my left we have... Um, I'm Alex. Who do you play, Alex? Oh, um, I play Yarvin, a Minotaur fighter. And what guild is Yarvin from? Gruul. Gruul. So what does he believe in? Uh, he believes in survival of the fittest. Yes. That's a great religion, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To his left, we have... Uh, BJ, and I'm playing Zophius. Zophius is who? A, a goblin rogue from... Boros clan, right? Yes, Boros. And, I don't know, he believes in finder's keepers. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay. And to his left, we have... Uh, I am Jack, and I'm playing Skylar, who is a tiefling sorcerer uh, from the Izzet Guild. Very good. And, yeah, woohoo. Woohoo, and what does Skylar believe in? I'm right, (laughs) you're wrong. You're welcome. I'm right, Uh, you're left. What do I believe in? Yeah, what is Um, Skylar's main motivation? But, like, no, like, as a, not religion and stuff. Main motivation. Like, what would make sense for the character to say? Being bored is the worst. Okay, that's perfect. Do everything to have fun. All right. Everything and anything. You mean everything? Yes. So I could go take a nap. And then I'd blow up your tent. Yeah. Just so I wouldn't be bored. Wow. (laughs) All right. It is a bright and sunny day on the city of Ravnica. The great city of Ravnica that stretches out across the entire planet. And you're in the 10th district, which is the main 
area of the city where everything happens. The 10th district is divided up into different uh, sections and things like that. And some of the guilds have more authority in other places. But what you are doing is you are at a giant arena. You're a gladiator. A big coliseum. You're welcome. Yes, and we have a gladiator minotaur who is there waiting in the wings for for his fight to come up. How many fights do you think he's been in? Would how many fights do you think Yarvin's been in? He's level 1. So what do you think? 2. A couple. A couple? Okay. He does pretty good. Zolfius is there as a guard mm-hmm. for the Boros clan. Not uh, a very big guard. But not a very big guard. No, he kind of uh, is able to get around in little Size places though, huh? <laughs> That's good for him watching people. Okay. And Skylar is there because why does Skylar like going to see the gladiator matches? I was bored in the laboratory and I needed to get out of <laughs> Very good. I being bored is the worst. Being bored's the worst. Failing is not as Failing is always an option, as long as you have fun. There you go. Okay. A lot of. No, that's not. And you see a couple explosions. So the matches have been going on pretty for about an hour, and they've been going pretty well. You've enjoyed yourself. At this point, Yarvin is getting ready for his match coming up. He's sitting there waiting in the in the wings, waiting to go out. Uh, Skylar, you're getting a little bit hungry. What kind of snack does Skylar eat? Cockroaches. Why? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I would, I would say field test experiments. <laughs> yes, I would eat my field test experiments. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, I'm just going to eat an apple. Okay. okay. All right, good. Uh, so he's going down to the stand to get some apple? apples when suddenly... No, it's goblin apple bread. Goblin apple bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Suddenly there's a giant rumble and you guys feel like an earthquake hitting the stadium and everything is shaking. Do I have to fight that thing? And do you have to fight that thing? No, this is like an earthquake. Like the whole Coliseum is shaking and things are starting to collapse. Seats are falling down into uh, big holes below them and the earth opens up below the three of you where you're standing in, in in the wings and just you fall down into the floor. Make a dexterity check for me. How'd we do? Okay. I got a what? 10. Okay. Skylar's got a 10. What'd you get, Zophius? A 7. And Yarvin? 20. All right. Is that plus your dexterity yeah. score? Okay. I rolled a 4. Oh, wow. Jeez. Okay. Zophius is going to take a little bit of damage. Hey, I made it. 10. He's going to fall 10 feet, and he's going to take 3 damage. No. Not that bad. Hey, we have the same hit points now. No. Oh. <laughs> So I, all I gotta do is lose six. Health. I'll just have to shank you now. No, wait, don't. What if you didn't? <laughs> just a little bit. So the dust starts to settle, and the the earth stops rocking for a second. And you find that you're down in the catacombs below this, below the Colosseum. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but at the Colosseum in Rome, they have all this big maze of catacombs underneath, where like hallways where people could walk around. And then like set pieces could rise up from the floor and they could open up big doors in the floor and people could just pop up out of the middle of the floor or tigers 
or they could bring up like trees and stuff like that and create a big set. So imagine these hallways uh, underneath the uh, arena, underneath the Colosseum, and you've fallen down into an animal cage. Luckily, it's empty. Yay. No tiger in this one, but... Wait, there's a minotaur, though. Yeah, there is a minotaur wow. in there. And one None of you guys are human, huh? Nope. We have nope. a goblin, a minotaur, and a, and a tiefling. Tiefling? We're special. We're special. No, I'm pretty sure that humans are special. I'm pretty sure you're case. special. That's true. In, in nice. Ravnica, humans make up just barely more than 50%, so you see a lot of, of different creatures here. So we have a small okay. character. So you are character. trapped Large. in this cell. I could shield it. You could shield it yep. with with your shield. What yep. would you do? <laughs> I would shield it. You know, try and charge at the. No, just like Bardor. Just like, like use the sharp part of it. And like there is no part, is sharp part of a shield. It's a round shield. Oh, okay, yeah. then I would. What if you didn't? I I could use like my hammer then. Okay. I mean that's always an option. So Skylar's got a or not Skylar, but Yarvin has a big hammer for his main weapon, right? Just I have a warhammer. A warhammer. And or I could use a crowbar. Oh, that's true. You got a crowbar with you too. I have more crowbars. How many crowbars? I don't. I don't think we're gonna say that. Like the little extra equipment and stuff like that for this Does little adventure, you don't have it because so you're here. You came. No, to, no you yeah. didn't bring a crowbar to your fight at the Coliseum this morning. <laughs> you Aww. came to the Coliseum. You were ready to fight. So you got your hammer, you got your shield, and your your armor and stuff. Yeah. But all your extra stuff is still at home. So I would have to go home and get all like, okay. Yeah, you should go do that. Okay. Okay, how do you get out of the cell? All right, so you're trapped in the cell. I sneak out. Can you like out? shove I'm probably him through small the bars? Enough. You want to try and shove him through the bars? I'm probably small enough. Yeah. Are I you can... a small size? Pretty sure. Okay. I can Are you wearing any it. armor? No? You're okay. Boros. Make, a, make an acrobatics check. Let's try that. Oh. Do you want to you want to assist him? Is that what you're saying? I can assist Just him. You're going to assist him. Okay. Sure. All right. Oh, 10. <laughs> All right. Uh you get to because he's assisting you like trying to push you through, you get to roll with advantage. So you get to roll two dice and pick, take the best one. Oh, 3. Not better. So 10. Hey, I rolled 3 4 can and I 5. I assist him too. It just gives him advantage. I rolled so three, four, and a five. So it didn't work? No. You guys try shoving it through, but unfortunately your head's just a little bit too thick for the bars. I would expect his head to be so, the I rolled two more spot. threes. <laughs> you are not rolling very good today. I rolled well, a one my first He's roll. getting all the bad look out. Oh, good. That's good. Uh, no. It <laughs> doesn't work like that. You get wait, it all over have, in one wait, night. Do you think I could break the bars if I froze them with water? Okay. We've, you've got a, a big guy with a with a hammer, so you could try that. Spit on it. And then I'll freeze the water. And then I'll... Do we you have like a speak? water bottle? Yeah. Besides the one I right no. If there's a reason that, that one of you would have a water bottle, then yes. What would be a good reason that you could have a water bottle with you? Or I came a, to watch the show. I, I had an apple. Why not a water bottle? Okay, sure. All right. Or a water canteen. Okay. All right. So you're going to freeze the bars. Yes. What do you need to do for that? What, what helps uh, you do that? Uh, you have I to use a spell use, slot. Uh, shape yeah. water. Okay. Where I can uh, cause the water, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I can freeze the water, provided that there are no creatures in it, and it unfreezes within an hour. I jump into it. <laughs> uh, and it's a cantrip. Okay, good. Um, All right. I jump in front yeah. of the water. So Skylar is a sorcerer, and he is going. you're going to freeze the bar. So you pour out 
you think, okay, we can do this a better way. Your is it brain is is working on Yay. fixing the problem, right? Okay. Smash it with your hammer. So the bars the bars freeze solid. You can see ice all up and down them, and after a moment they're they look like they're totally frozen up. I hug the bar. You're not taking it. <laughs> you, you love this bar. <laughs> this bar is my okay, after he breaks it, you can keep it with you. Forever. No, come back. I, I I will break it with my shield if that would be better. All right, let's make a big attack roll on it. Give us a give us as strong as the damage as you can get. Actually, let's make make an attack roll first. We'll see how yes, how well roll. you hit it. Roll like the it. dice. Yep. Oh gosh. What? We're not gonna get through this cage. Do I uh, add my strength? Yes. Eleven. You, at Eleven. All right. Okay. So you you get a solid hit. You don't miss it. It's a bar. It's not gonna. <sighs> Move out of, dodging out of the way. <laughs> All right, roll Maybe your damage. Maybe he slipped on some ice on the ground. I was going to say, if you got like a 20 if or a 19 or a 20, then you'd get a critical hit on it and do double damage. But you didn't. You just got regular just regular go. hit. Just go. So roll but the damage I don't know on how it. much my hammer would be. Uh, what does it say do it. for damage? It should say it. BJ, be helpful. You've got this. Woo! It has the range, hit DC, and then damage. Do you see it? It's the third one. One. Range? Wait, what? Yeah, so read that. Keep reading that line. I like. One d six plus five. Oh, I didn't see you that find part. Okay. Wait, that's my hand axe. No, I clicked on the hammer. Uh, the hammer, I think, is going to be one d eight. Look. I think it's a one d eight, and then it's a one d ten. If you use two hands, do you want to use two hands? See, so it doesn't have anything. Then it's. Is it a Warhammer or just a regular hammer? It should have your Warhammer stats right there, dude. It just it says has Warhammer. A hammer. If it's just a regular hammer, it's not a weapon. Oh, warhammer, warhammer, five foot reach, plus five to 1D8 hit. One d eight plus five. Yeah. One d eight plus five. Yeah, that's just a regular hammer, right? Did you equip? Okay. And if you use it with two hands, you roll one d ten plus three. So what's better, one d eight plus five or one d ten plus three? One d eight plus five. There you go. It's all of them. All right. So it's a big hit. Okay. Um, it starts to, you, you, you chip it off and you break off a, a good chunk of the bars. You think that maybe now, um, maybe now Zulfius might be able to fit through. We Probably not. Will you leave us behind? Let's try another acrobatics no. check. Let's see. Okay. I'll assist you, I guess. Oh, I got a 20. Okay, you slip through the bars. You slip through the bars. You're out in the hall now. What are you looking for? Keys. Okay. Uh, short way down the hallway, uh, you see uh, some keys up on a peg on the wall. Can I reach them? Yeah. You okay. jump up. <laughs> You're pretty dexterous, right? You've got acrobatics? Yeah. Okay. Quick jump up, and Zophius has a set of keys. You run back, Yay. and you try a couple of them, and the third one finally fits into the lock on the cage and opens it up. And the three of you are free. Good teamwork. We need a team cheer. No. <laughs> what's the What's the team cheer? What does Skylar say uh, the team cheer is? I don't know. I just exactly. said we need a team cheer. <laughs> what about, let's get out of here. <laughs> good That's, enough for me let's skedaddle, go skedaddle skedoodle <laughs> skedaddle uh, I think skedaddle skedoodle is better 
Sure, let's go. Skedaddle, skadoodle. Good job. <laughs> and strudel. Apple strudel. All right. You guys are headed out into the hallway, and you notice that there is a, a lot of like shaking still, little vibration. You can kind of hear it, uh, even this, this, this deep vibration Oof. and stuff like that. Do you want to head towards the sound or away from it? What do you guys think? Let's go towards it. You guys are going to kill us, but anyway, let's go. It's what just me. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you can't blame me too. Fine. Okay. You head off to the right, which is the direction that this this low thumbing, throbbing sound is coming from. And as you wind your way through this maze of the catacombs, uh, you see some other people that have fallen down. A lot of people ended up in rooms or cages like you did. Up ahead, though, you think you spot something moving a little bit. Make a perception check. Oh, this is going to be great. 16. 17. Seven. <laughs> All right. The two that got higher than a 15, you spot what you think is the walls up ahead are yeah. like shifting or moving a little bit. Stealth check. And as you look closer at it, you notice that the wall's not moving, but we there are. are lots of little things on the walls that are crawling around. Oh, gosh. I, I, I stealth. I hide from them. <laughs> Okay. All I right. Yeah, make too. a stealth check. That's fine. I can do that too. Anyone can do it. I'm just proficient in it. I yes. too. I'm proficient too. I can stealth my way out of this. I got a my 13. Stealth is plus one. So wait, we're just hiding. Can I deceive the little inst- creatures? Nope. Could I do Dang. a performance? I got a 13. Okay, I was just joking. And I still haven't had my thing where I've rolled... Oh, I've had one Wait, roll I'll over I'll investigate. 10. Do you have a, a lucky thing or something? Could I stealth too? No. Why are you oh. stealthing? I'll investigate. Okay. I, I rolled another 6. I haven't rolled over 10 except for the 20. Okay, so you're, you're hiding back behind a corner uh, right now. If you get closer to investigate, though, this will, this these insects or whatever it is will see you. What do you want to do? Mm. Right now, there's a mass of them. They cover the whole wall. So imagine the wall of this room just covered with creepy, crawly beetles. Can I burn them? Sure. Do we have any, like, torches? I have torch. You can't hide, though, Alex. But you don't have your torch with you. You have to light it. You don't have a torch. I have a tinderbox. No, you don't. But not with you right now. Okay. Uh, So we don't have a torch. torch. Oh, wait. I was going to say there's not a torch on the wall, but then I realized... It's covered with little tiny creature things. <laughs> That's true. Don't you have um, fire, Jack? Wait, what is this? Yeah, most of fire, the most of the torches. Do all you guys have dark vision? Nope. I have dark vision. So there's light coming in from holes that have, like, where the the roof is collapsed in, in a, a bunch of different places. But most of the torches and lanterns that were on the wall have been, like, the dust has has blown them out. And so you, there's light that you can see stuff still. But there's no I fire going right now. Jack has dark vision. Okay. Alex doesn't have dark vision. Okay. I do not. So you can still see fine. Except for Alex. Alex is blind. But you have fire spells, don't you? Me? No. I have is chaos he? bolt and witch bolt. Oh, okay. You said you had fire stuff. I have control flames. Which, which lets you put a flame. fire. I don't think it lets me start a fire. I think he has to have a fire. She what does it say? a non-magical flame that you can see within range. Ah, okay. So that's not going to work this time. What else? What do you want to know about these insects? What they are? 
Okay. First off, yeah. They're poisonous. Okay. Uh, you see that they are a a mass of a bunch of different beetles and slugs, like wormy type slugs. They're just crawling along the wall, heading away from you. As you get close to them, though, uh, suddenly they stop. Ooh. And it's like a flock of, well, it's like a wave of, of water. They start pouring off the wall onto the floor and start coming towards you. Go ahead and roll for initiative. Oh, yay. I got a two. I mean, sorry, I got a ten. <laughs> How do you go from two to ten? I was looking at my initiative bonus. I have 17. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. You have a plus eight initiative bonus? No, I have a plus two. Oh, I see. Okay. I was only You rolled an eight. Yeah, I see. Bonus. I got a 19. Okay. Oh, dang it. I got You guys will 18. all go before them. So we'll start with Zophius. You're hiding behind the corner right now. And you can see them pouring onto the ground and coming after Skylar. And he's starting to hop backwards. I bet. Fun. Um, How many do you think Alex... I don't have any spells. Yarvin can crush just by belly flopping on them. I could attack him. I could do... I could do my uh, horn smash. That doesn't... You'd have to get some... I think you just have to crush them. Oh, hammering horns. I don't know what I'd do. I don't really have any weapons that would work against them. Okay. What do you have? You have daggers? And the rapier. And a rapier. Okay. Well, that is true. It would be hard. Uh, they would be resistant to that, but you could still make an attack and see what you could do. Try, try and scrape some of them. Off. I could warhammer them. Okay. Keep smashing them. So, yeah. Still, I think belly I'll flop would be them more efficient because you'd crush all of them under you. But that's disgusting. Ugh, got a 10. Okay. You have armor-ish uh, on. You take a swipe Shit. at them, and they, like, part Right where you try and swipe. You don't get any of them. Okay. Uh, Yarvin, these bugs are headed towards you. I'm going to do my war hammer. Try to, like, smash them. Okay. Well, wait. 17. 17. 17. That's a good hit. Okay. You bring it down right in a big group of them and roll your damage. Six. Six. Okay. (laughs) A lot of them get squishied. How many are there? Hundreds of them. Okay. It's a swarm of them. And Skylar's turn. Um, I'm going to use the spell, I mean, cantrip, Mold Earth, to take some dirt and rocks and then just bury them in it. Okay. Uh, five cubic feet of dirt and rocks. I can, like, do it right under them. All right. And then just bury them in it. Okay, does like it do any damage or anything or what? Battle. Um, no, I'm just going to hope it suffocates them. And I okay. wish that would work. Let's, let's take that. Let's see. That's a good idea. I like this. I don't have any other things that would help besides punching them. And I doubt that would help throw the rest of my apple at it. You know what? I just like how this is our first battle. And I'm already burying bugs in dirt. Hmm. Why do you like that this is our first battle? I just think it's funny how we're fighting uh, a swarm of bugs. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, we'll we'll treat it as as damage as far as maybe 
you get rid of a few of them. They they're gonna make it like a dexterity save. What's your your two DC? My dexterity. What's your no? What's your DC on your spells in general? Oh, it is. It's probably um, like a thirteen or fifteen or. It's thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, they get a ten. So you do. Let's just do one d six. That's how many I crushed. Yeah, I crushed two. Okay. What? With five cubic feet of dirt and rocks, I only crushed two. Okay. We're never gonna get. They're gonna start the. So you crush a you know a a good amount of them, but some of them are crawl out of the way, and they start crawling up your legs and biting at you. Oh, we should have saved the water bottle. Um, they get a. You're right. Should have. Fifteen. To hit you. Does that hit? What's your armor class? 12. Yeah. Okay. So they just start swarming all over you, biting you. And. Don't do more. You're going to take some damage here. Seven damage. Do you have any more on your. uh, Oh, you take six. (laughs) Oh. Stop. Cool. Okay. So they're starting to cover you up. All right. And we're back to his office. I don't know. <laughs> Can't really do much. Oh, I'll attack up again. Okay. Nope, I rolled a one. Oh, jeez. They just keep dodging that, that sword like crazy. Every time you swing down, they just swoop, swoop out of the way. Maybe get just one of them. Okay, Yarvin, what are you doing? Does there happen to be like a hill or something? No, you're in like a hallway. Like at, like at school. Dang it. Then I There's lots of rocks. Does These count as one creature. Uh, yeah, they count as one creature as far as hit points go, but they are, uh, you know, thousands or hundreds of. Because I was gonna like slide on my bugs. shield. Okay. Or something, but there's no really steep place to do it. Oh, I see. Well, why don't you just try and crush them with your shield? Make yeah. an attack. And add plus five to it. So do I just do an attack? Mm-hmm. Um, twenty. Okay, great. And then roll a for these guys. Roll a one d six for damage. Nine. Okay, great. Okay, Skylar, they're swarming over you. Oh, great. They only get an eight to hit you this time, though. So you but are. What about my turn? Oh, yeah, go. It's your turn. I need to go. Hurry. Right, uh, I guess I guess get some of them off of you. I, I'll hmm. would that deal damage to me? Oh wait, that's a ranged spell attack. That's okay. Shoot it at the floor in front of you. They're kind of everywhere right now. Can I roll and crush them? <laughs> um, some of them, yeah. But maybe more would get on to you. Gasp! All right, I'll cast Chaos Bolt. It's a one level evoca- uh, first level evocation spell. Okay. And what is it going to do? It deals 2d8 of a random spell, uh, damage type plus 1d6. Oh, that's good against these guys. So go for it. So it's... F- would be What would be better, fire or lightning damage? I thought it was random. You choose one of the d8s, and that's what damage type oh, is. Oh, so you rolled two d8s, and you choose one. Yeah, I got a three and a five, so it's either fire or lightning. Yeah, burn them. Fire would be good. Okay, fire. Okay. So... I deal a total of 12 damage. Okay. 12 fire damage. Great. 
that is enough that you burn out. They, this fire just rolls over them. And the ones that are on the floor still are mostly burned out. And you're able to, you know, swipe off the ones that are on your body still. Okay. Woohoo. Good job. Um, do you need to rest? How are you doing on hit points? I still have, I have two hit points. <laughs> yeah, because you took five. I've already used one of my slot, spell slots, mm-hmm. too. I don't have to take a nap. So if if you rest for, for five minutes or so, um, you can use your hit die because you're first level. So you have one hit die, and you can roll that to get back that many hit points. It's a D4? As a sorcerer? Yeah. So you would get you would roll a D4 and sure. get that many back. I'll just take a nap for five minutes while they figure out what they're going to do. Let's hope. And I gained back four health. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So Skylar's resting. What are you two doing? Do you still hear this this low sound coming from up ahead? I'll investigate. Okay. Twelve. Up ahead, it's you. You're able to follow the the sound very well, and you get to the end of a hallway, and you see a giant worm crawling through the hallway in these catacombs and it's like eating the earth ahead of it and you just you're watching it and you can kind of see it carving this tunnel out ahead of it behind the worm uh, you spot a large larger than normal goblin and you might recognize him do you have a, a history or a what's your intelligence uh 14 plus two Okay. Where does your character spend most of his time? Where does Zophius, in the Boros League, where is, he, where, where is he at? The streets. On the streets? Patrolling. Okay. All right. So you wouldn't recognize this person directly, but he's wearing the uniform of a prison guard. He looks like maybe he's in some kind of leadership, like a sergeant or something like that. Let's see. So tuck that away. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but he is following this big worm, and he's got a bunch of other goblins with him. Ooh, what's your stealth? Plus a 12. Okay. So most of the goblins, he, he keeps pointing them after this worm, and they keep walking ahead of past you. But just as he is about to pass you, and you're you're kind of hiding behind the, the, the corner... He walks past you a couple steps and you're kind of flat back against the wall. And then he stops and he turns around and he sees you there. So you can see he's wearing a uniform. He's got a little name tag that says Grenzo on it. Wait, is he like... And uh, he is, he looks like he's upset that you spotted him. So he's going to come over and, and have a little chat with you. Okay. Yeah, I'm charismatic. Wait, so um, I'm asleep. Mm, uh, were they like trying to help, or were they like chasing after it? Well, what you know about God, they were ch- they were just walking after it. They weren't uh, they weren't they like were chasing it or something following. like that. They were kind of following this big worm. And what you know about goblins is that they're normally there are some that that are very you know that are good. They're in the Boros League, like uh, Zophius is, but this guy's got a good uniform. Uh, from Azorius on from that guild and you know normally you would think that he's a good guy too but all these other goblins are 
they're not affiliated with any guilds, and that's usually a bad sign. Goblins like to stir up trouble, and uh, they think that they should be running things instead of all the guilds, generally speaking. So... Even the guild with a giant dragon? Yes. Oh. Especially that one. <laughs> Especially that one. So, yeah, normally if you saw a bunch of goblins around, you would, you would think that they were up to no good. And I think that this might be the case here, too. Dum, dum, okay, dum, Renzo comes dum, up to you. Dum, dum, and he dum. says, what are you doing here? And he holds out uh, this big pike, which is a long spear. And he's pointing it right at you. He says, you're a little far out of your jurisdiction, aren't you? Yes. I just realized, <laughs> I have firebolt. Yes, I told you you had fire stuff, but you didn't <laughs> believe me. I looking at the control flames right above it. Never mind. I guess I, I told can, you. Like, Sorry, go, just keep going. I could like throw my hand axe at him. Oh, yeah. You're not so there. You're, ba- you're back you're a little ways. Me. You're back a little ways, but but you might be able to hear this. Make a perception check and see if you can hear this. this uh, I wake up and no, say, crap, I could have used firebolt the entire time. 13. All right, good. So, yeah, you, you hear this stuff up ahead. And and you can nudge uh, Skylar and say, "Hey, somebody's up there." Or what would what would Yarvin say? What's his attitude towards that kind of stuff? Get up. <laughs> Get- then that doesn't tell him anything. Toughen up. And Get you're not up. even what? talking what into want? the mic. The mic is there, so people can hear you. I know. Then right. talking to it. <laughs> Okay, I like that. Get up. That's good. Get up. The microphone is not a miracle. BJ, that's enough. You guys got it the first time. Good job. Okay. He, so he's coming up to you and he's got his pike pointed right at you. Do you want to try and talk your way out or what do you want to do? Can I try to run? Yeah, sure. Got a, ooh, I got a 20. Ooh, nice. Wait, athletics or what would it be? That would be, um, you you would disengage with him and then just make a dexterity roll to try and outrun him. Just oh, straight but... dexterity against his dexterity. He's going to try and, he rolled an 18, but you got a natural 20, right? I got a 16 plus, do I add my dex? Uh-huh. Then I got a 19. Oh, okay, good. Uh, he got a 20. He uh-huh. rolled an 18. So... You start running, and in a couple steps, he's right behind you, and he picks you up. So he's taller than you are. In fact, here's a picture of him. It's your fault, Ooh, Jack. pictures. Yep. Oh, I know this one, yes. This is Grenzo, the dungeon warden. Ooh, what does he do? He lets you... What does the card do? Yes. Bottom yes. of the library, right? Yeah, he put the bottom card of your library into your graveyard. If it's a creature card with power less than or equal to Grenzo's power, you put it in the battlefield. Ooh. Mm. Do I get an action? Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll roll for initiative right now. But he's going to grab you by the back of the shirt and lift you up off the ground. And that's what you two see as you're coming around the corner is this monstrous goblin. I throw my dagger at Jack. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> has got Especially since I'm just Zophius a ghost telling what Skylar what to do. You can't throw your dagger at a ghost. Okay, so roll for initiative again. He rolled a 10. 14. So he gets uh, 12. He goes on the 12. Uh-huh. 22. 
16. You guys are all fast tonight. 22 again? I got a 14. How did everyone else get higher than Helga? That's the same order as before, but Grenzo is last. This time it's a Grenzo and not tiny bug creatures that are trying to murder us. So Grenzo yells. He's like, no witnesses. And he's about to, he's got the, the top end of his pike and he's about to run you through. But you get to go first. You can try and escape his grapple. That's a dexterity check against his strength. He's going to try and hold on to you. Well, I rolled a 20 for whatever next I do. Okay. So that would be your action. You rolled a 20 straight up? Yes. Okay, so you slip right out of his grasp. And then you can now make an attack if you like. Uh, sure. I'll make so that's your, that's your move action to try and get away from. Yeah, I'll do one with my rapier. All right. I got a 19. Nice. Okay, he's wearing a chain shirt, but you're able to sl- slide it right in between a weak spot in his in his armpit. <laughs> wow. Ooh, 11 damage. Okay. And do you get sneak attack damage? What, what are you doing as a rogue? When does your sneak attack damage kick in? Oh, yeah, I could do that. You can deal an extra 1d6 damage to one creature you hit with, with a finesse or range weapon. Perfect. That's your rapier. Oh, no. If you have advantage. Oh, if you have advantage. Yeah. Okay. You don't have advantage, uh, or I think somebody ha- needs to be next to advantage him, right? Advantage on the target if if another enemy of the target is within five feet. Okay. They're not there yet, so not on this first hit. But that's a good hit. How much damage did you do with your rapier? 11. 11. Got it. Okay. Yarvin. Um, have the goblins noticed us you yet? You see, uh, the goblins walked past. They all missed you. And they're kind of following this big worm. Grenzo was the only one that he stopped for a second. He's like, wait, what was that? And turned around. And there was Zophius. I think I'm just going to throw my hand axe at him. Okay. What else can you do? What else? What, what do you got? You got a hand axe? You got two hand axes, right? And you yep. got your big hammer. Okay. And what else can you do as a minotaur? I could dash over to him. Oh, okay. You're going to save that for next time? Yeah. Okay. All right. Make a, a an attack with your... Kill him so I can run after the goblins and not have to worry about you two. 19. Great. That's a hit. You guys are killing it. Okay. What's the damage, damage on that? It is a 1d6 plus 5. So roll it. Did I throw both of them? Though? No, just one. Okay. It is a 7. Okay. Great. Did he kill him yet? Nope. Dang it. I no. wanted to just, just run past You're him. up though, Skylar. Yay, I cast Firebolt. I got 21. Is that, do you a, do you hit with the Firebolt or does he try and dodge it? Does it say make a spell attack? You curl over. Arranged spell attack. Bingo, okay. Target. Yep, so you roll and you add your plus five or something to so it. So I got 21. All right, that hits. So it's 1d10. See, you guys did work out all the low rolls earlier. I got a 10. Oh, geez. Wow. Okay. Grenzo is down. Nice work. Firebolt. Firebolt hits him right in the the chest, right where he got hit by an axe. And he falls to the ground, smoking and dead. Okay. Up ahead of you, the goblins have disappeared down this hole. You can see it's, it's bright up ahead. What do you want to do? Charge into bat. I'm just joking. Ooh, ooh I have thermargy. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Uh, I can create an instantaneous sound that originates from a point of my choice within range. 
Okay. How does that help you right now? <laughs> I don't know. I okay. just wanted to know what that did. Oh, I see. That's the, is that called thaumaturgy? Thaumaturgy, yes. There you go. Yep. Yep. You can use that for doing things like ventriloquism, Ooh. stuff like that. Ventriloquism. You could be like Shaggy in the first episode of Scooby-Doo where he uses ventriloquism and then never uses it again. He has super ventriloquism powers. <laughs> okay. All right, so what would you like to do? You see this tunnel going off, and it's actually really bright up ahead of this tunnel, whereas behind you and, and everywhere else, it's a little dark. I stealth in. You sneaking in? What does Yarvin do? Is he a sneaker? No, I dash in. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay, distract them while I catch, catch, cast random spells from the darkness. Very good. You're welcome. Okay, Yarvin starts charging up, and you you'd notice that the ground is starting to slope up. And you come out onto the streets. This is what I needed. And you charge up. And you just see mass hysteria out in the streets. A prison wagon has been turned over on its side. A bunch of guards are lying down in the, in the, the middle of the road and stabbed or attacked. And it looks like somebody's broken out of this prison wagon. You can't see this worm anywhere, but you see another big hole on the other side of the of the wagon disappearing down into the sewers in the street. And as you come out, uh, you see several other prison guards and stuff like that shout at you. Hey, what are you doing here? Where'd you come from? And that's where we'll stop today. So it looks like Yarvin did it. It was Jack. It wasn't me. I'm probably still it in the It was the hole. ghost. It was the ghost. Oh, wait. Skylar's probably still in the hole. Alex, do you have any grenades? Uh, I could have had a gun. What? Hey, thanks for sticking around. After each episode, I want to take two or three minutes for our session wrap-ups. Um, so a couple of things I learned making this episode. First, this wasn't our first try at playing D&D. It took several tries for me to get the setting right and the adventure right for these guys. Mercifully, you don't have to listen to all those sessions. But we played through a short adventure with their mom as part of the party, and that was fun. But they really leaned on her for role-playing and leading the group. And we played two sessions of the original Temple of Elemental Evil, before I realized that even though I had fond memories of the campaign, uh, the setting wasn't really doing anything for them. So then in late 2018, the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica came out, and we finally had a winner. Uh, my oldest kids are huge Magic the Gathering fans. They've played since they were 10 or so. We get each other booster packs for birthdays and Christmas, and they've gone to drafts where we played with Brandon Sanderson. In the words of my kids, they don't like Magic the Gathering. They love it. So I knew we'd have a setting that they were invested in right off the bat. So we rolled up our new characters, and here we are. Here's the thing, though. Even though I thought about all those early sessions as very rough learning experiences, my kids loved them. They wanted to play all the time. They asked me about it constantly. Suddenly, all these memories came flooding back of what it felt like to be a 12-year-old who just wanted to play D&D with my friends. I came to a realization one day when I was planning that was so revelatory I had to write it down. And there's a picture of it on our Instagram page, if you're interested. It goes like this. They're not here to win, not here to achieve a goal, 
They're not even here to tell a story. They're here just to play. And knowing that changed everything. They're kids and they just want to play. Just like I did when I was their age. That's the first thing I wanted to share. You may think you're not a great DM or player, but it almost doesn't matter. Your kids will just love to play. If they don't seem to care about any of the stuff you as an adult think is important, then don't get frustrated. Just get lost in the playing of it and you'll all have a good time. So another thing we learned today, um, about the 32, 34 minute mark, the older boys got on Alex's case about the microphones. I thought about editing that part out, but then I decided to leave it in. One of the things you'll encounter when playing with family members is that their real life dynamics will bleed into the game. I'm going to keep working with them to support each other more. To be honest, I want the game to be a good place to practice at. I hope that what happens is that as we practice being more supportive in D&D, that will bleed into the real life interactions as well. That's some sneaky dad psychology there. So thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed it, let us know on Twitter or Instagram at dads and dragons. Uh, when you've listened to a couple more episodes, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and tune in next week for more fun with Zophius, Skylar and Yarvin in the world of Ravnica. Thank you.